0: Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, and that means it is time for the Art of the CEO, the show for people who enjoy the challenge of business and those who want to do it a little better. I'm your host, Bart Jackson, the Hieronymous Bosch of business, and whether you're a founder of a cybersecurity firm trying desperately to foil the th- those thieving hackers like Joe, or a top investment guru guiding major investors into the top 50 tech companies uh, all around the globe, like Bill, we're here to bring you the sage counsel of business masters to help your career and your business. Every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, The Art of the CEO streams live to you through your cyber door through this mysterious uh, and seldom fouled-up uh, miracle of cyberspace. And every show may be downloaded by visiting blogtalkradio.com/slash/The blogtalkradio.com, Art of the CEO. That is blogtalkradio.com/The Art of the CEO. So visit and explore for your benefit. Today's episode, folks, is entitled Insurance Brokers, Elite, Entrepreneurial, and Very Much in Demand. Yes, today we are taking an inside look at the industry that everybody uh, seems to use and so many of us know so darn little about, insurance. And along with it, we are going to discover one of these often uh, really overlooked entrepreneurial opportunities for the sharpest business people, the insurance broker. And the exemplar we have chosen for this show is Farmers Insurance. And we've chosen them, folks, because this West Coast, L.A., Hollywood, sunglasses, swimming pool company has been very quietly and very effectively invading our East Coast. So we want to find out just how they do it and how it should be done. So, by very great good fortune, and a little begging on my part, we have with us today Farmers' Top Strategist for Expansion, Mr. Stephen Washburn, who overflows the official title of uh, Director Atlantic Territories for uh, New Jersey, and for Farmers, and we are going to um, bring bring him in, and he is going to be the... Uh, He is the point man for farmers and their campaign, and we're going to find out a lot about it. But before we lay uh, the feast of entrepreneurial uh, opportunities and growth strategies, let's take a moment to supply you out there with a few utensils for our wisdom feast. First, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you individuals hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. That's the most important position you will ever hold in your career. And I ask, will this be the day that you take a Jean-Paul Sartre moment, that is to go off quietly by yourself, and before the door of Janus opens on the new year, reach inside yourself, pull out your dreams and lay a road-building plan toward them? Or will you simply relax with a little eggnog and make another wish that fate will direct you well? The choice is truly yours. Secondly, It is time to dip into a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from the 101 Best Business Quips book. So let me pull it out here, and I'm thumbing through. Okay, here we are, here we are. Number 42, uh, and that is, two major banks were recently awarded for their innovation when they referred to the customer's deposits as, quote, the customer's own money. (laughs) As an afterthought, We invite you to remember that each investment in your firm is only a tool on temporary loan. Do you view it that way? Hmm. And the third utensil, perhaps we should call this day's utensil, New York's, I'm sorry, the New Year's career carver, we will give you the answers to last week's business quotation. Now today, before we leave the air, we'll broadcast another quotation, and we invite you to email us the name of the author of that quote as you believe him or her to be. Simply write that name and send it to info at com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you are right, we have a marvelous gift for you from the dungeons of the Barts Books bookstore. So, the author of last week's quote, that is the individual who said, the giver of every and perfect gift has called upon us to mimic his giving in our own lives, was none other than the original saint of the season, St. Nicholas of Myrna, our own Santa Claus. So now, let us dig into today's feast and call upon the expertise of a gentleman who knows how to give, he knows how to build, how to spot top talent, and he knows all about the realm of insurance, Mr. Stephen Washburn. Stephen, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing well. How about you, Bart?
0: Oh, life is very good as we come around to the end of the year and I start thinking about all the fun things we're going to do ahead, such as have folks like you on our show. Stephen, uh, as I understand it, Farmers exec- farmers Insurance executives have a long radio history, and they've appeared on shows with such historic stars as our. Uh, Roy Rogers, Bob Hope and Trigger. Uh I'm not sure about Trigger. But anyway, I'm just are, are you following in the the fine corporate tradition on radio here?
1: I could I could only hope, Bart. I'm not sure I follow in that tradition, but I can tell you that we most certainly do try to get the word out about what we do. Uh farmers insurance is on the short list or at least insurance in general is on the short list of the bills that folks have to pay on a monthly basis. And mm-hmm. uh so with that, uh, it's uh, it, it's often overlooked, and one of the best ways for us to get the word out about uh, intelligent ways to allocate your insurance dollar is to use a radio.
0: Oh well, okay. I'm glad I'm glad we can uh, can be of help because any way we can get folks to to spend a little wiser is uh, a good thing all in all. Now. I've got to be honest, Stephen, one of the reasons we uh, seduced you onto our show uh, right at this season is because you personally are uh, an organizer for Homes and Careers for Heroes, which is run for our veterans. You work with YOTO, March of Wines, YMCA. In short, you're, you're... you are a kind of fellow who obviously believes in that a good professional is a good community neighbor. And so for a moment, I'd like to kind of give you the bully pulpit and and ask you to tell our listeners some of the solid and profitable benefits that come from forming good community relationships. Could you do that?
1: Absolutely, Bart. And thank you so much for the opportunity to share. My wife and I, we both have a foundation that uh, b- uh, basically is is community minded, and we think in oh, terms good. of how can we operate our business in such a way that it makes a positive difference in the community, that it adds to the uh, positive social uh, fabric that we share on a day to day basis, and it just happens uh, to be very very good business to do it that way. Uh, I mean, we would do it there uh, that that way regardless but it is also good business because who do you meet when you're out there volunteering doing March of Dimes or our pre Family Shelters Incorporated, more uh, home building, uh, whether you're you're doing yeah. like Seab- Seabright Rising. We have Seabright Rising oh, yeah. going on right on the coast of New Jersey right now, rebuilding for folks doing? that don't even have insurance. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. the people you meet when you're there. Are individuals that are like-minded. They're people that that are are wired to give back to the community. And when you do that, they're also great people to do business with.
0: Oh, I'm glad you said that. You know, my parents founded a foundation, and uh, which sort of set the role model for myself and my wife, like like you. And um, I, but I think you have to. Uh, I, you said something and I really do want to put this in. And as a matter of fact. I know it's early, but let's call this a quill pen moment, and that is, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to dip your pens in your inkwell and write this down, that when you are out there giving, you are going to meet some of the best interesting prospects of your life. I'm not saying that you go there with that reason, but I'm saying that isn't it interesting that the people who have achieved the most tend to be those who give the most, And so it is an opportunity, and it is a hip-hip-hooray for uh, the business community. Absolutely, Uh, and
1: thank you for saying that. (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, you're welcome, and it is so. Now, you are the uh, Director of Farmers Insurance Atlantic Territory, and uh, as, as I have to say, most of us, uh, when we think of Farmers Insurance, we, we, as I said before, we think of West Coast. We think of sunny California. Way, going back to 1928 when you started up, why the most of the East Coast?
1: That's a good question. And uh, Bart, uh, I'm actually Atlantic. Uh, I'm director Atlantic Territory, and then if you put a little hyphen in there, New Jersey. And then put another little hyphen. It's recruiting. So um, okay,
0: I'm sorry. I I should. I'm glad you're setting that right. Uh,
1: They 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 move us around to different uh, responsibilities from time to time. So at the moment, I'm actually assigned to uh, to the New Jersey area. And one of the things uh, we joined forces with the Zurich organization uh, close to 20 years ago. And uh, as Part of that, we grew organically from 1928 from Los Angeles and we grew eastward rather than many companies uh, started in the east and grew west. So as a result, we were only in the 29 core states and it really didn't make sense for us uh, not to expand into the east coast. So when we joined forces with uh, Zurich, they're in uh, close to 200 countries now very firm foundation financially, and uh, the question was, why are we not in these other states? And there wasn't a good answer, Uh, so here we are. We're here growing uh, like we have been in the core 29, uh, 29 states. Well, I,
0: you have a good model that can work forward, and it's much easier to work it from Nebraska into New Jersey than Nebraska into the Malaysian Peninsula. Uh, and besides, <laughs> There's a few more people Zurich here. can do that, and Switzerland's a marvelous country. All of it's on the border. It, uh, it's an amazing place. Um, anyway, yeah, so I, you're, I, it, you've, you've given a very good, good picture of, of why to do it. And I was wondering if you could sort of help us center now you moved into new jersey beginning of september 2013 i believe that's right and uh you've got a good you have a good firm at your back you've got a good virgin territory in front of us could you outline sort of a, a strategy for us to <clears throat> uh how you would go go ahead and mine the garden state market and fill it with uh ag- how many agents are you shooting for well well, tell us the strategy what what's your plan now
1: so, uh, so grassroots strategy because insurance is on the short list for every consumer out there. Whether you own a business and you right. need business insurance, workers' comp, etc., or whether you have just a, a family and you have your your cars, your homes, maybe God willing a, a cabin in the woods and a snowmobile and maybe a boat in the slip, you need to insure all those products. And so that's what a right. farmer's agency owner does. So, what we have done is we have looked at the uh these states, and we said, "You know these folks that we identify that would be very good representatives for the farmers' brand that are community minded that are really wired uh similar to the way I said my wife and i are are wired." Uh, to give back to the community, to be part of the community. And if you're wired that way, uh, then uh, basically we look for individuals like that to own and operate the farmer's offices. And we do that with farmers' uh, support. So they don't have to go out there and buy a franchise like you would uh, any franchise you can think of for a million dollars or a half a million. Or
0: a a, a B2B consulting firm. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Now, uh, of course, an insurance agency is not a franchise, but uh, most certainly it's, it's a very similar concept and uh, the fact that uh, uh, you're able to use farmers support to help open that agency uh, then uh, that has actually been a recipe for success here and i have no, to now how, say about that how many
0: are you looking to excuse me how many are you looking to bring into if 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 all went well oh, what's a ballpark number that that you could say we've we've established ourselves in in the state
1: you know we don't haven't you, don't targeted you. an exact number uh but what we have is just looked at communities uh what we've uh, uh. what we've said is if we have uh a community that needs to be served by a farmers agency then uh, right. then that's what we're looking for is each and every community in New Jersey or actually in all of the uh the six eastern states that we're in at the moment um, that's what we're looking for: is putting a farmer's agency there because it is a powerful resource for the community in a lot of ways.
0: Well, I, I'm glad you said that because my my the very thought on my that whenever I think growth, I always think of um, voraciousness, uh, the voraciousness trap, and um, you. You have just given one one good way to avoid it is we I think many of us have watched the over expansion of the borders book style disaster that uh they told me uh eight years before they collapsed that they could have uh that they could only, they had four more stores before they built out and then they went on and they kept on and they did at least another fifty and so I was wondering if you could give our business leaders out there and some planners a few tips on moving into a new market at the right pace.
1: That's a really good point. So um, my background is international business, Latin American studies, and uh, and I'm also uh, just constantly a student of the business. And you're right, when you right. grow too fast, it's not a good thing. You can use up your funds and pretty much you don't have a nest egg to fall back on in case something goes south for a year or two. Uh, And Mm -hmm. I have to say that our recipe is a little different than most because we are backed up Uh by the Zurich organization. So uh, right now, uh, as large as we think we are here on the East Coast, we still represent less than three percent of the total income for farmers nationwide, so uh, oh, it's not it's not a case of us using up the resources of the mothership so fast that we're going to damage anything. Uh, the, the The future's bright for our agency owners, so our strategy is to be unselfish in the way that we enter the market and do everything we can to be all about the agency owner all about the client, and if we can serve the client well, uh, help them make their decisions so that they, uh, as as we put it, so they can make decisions about their insurance that uh, will help them keep from spending money on uh, products and policies that they don't want or need and not missing uh, the products and policies that would ruin their net worth.
0: Right, I see. So what you're really saying is that you're allowing your customer strength to be reflective of your growth pace, rather than planting the flag wildly um, and grasping what you can. It's very, very, I think it's a it's a wise, wise strategy actually. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the midpoint of our feast and already, and I, I think it is time that we should then now take a brief sorbet from our Feast of Wisdom and allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we're here today. That firm is Prometheus Publishing, the creator of Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides, and you may visit bartsbooks.com and explore a, a whole wide wealth of practical wisdom, some good tools, and things you really want to get out of out of uh, business books. The that is uh, address is bartsbooks.com, b a r t s b o o k s.com. And at this dramatic juncture, Prometheus Publishing would like to invite everyone enjoying today's show to take a look at one of our um, much more sought after guidebooks and that is Behind Every Successful Woman is Herself. So, at last, here's here's a book uh, that really believes that women bring some very vital, distinct, and innovative gifts to the business table. And in its pages, they tell you how not only to make the most of those virtues and strengths that you possess, but how to be compensated in the way that you uh, so richly deserve. You can find Behind Every Successful Woman is herself at BartsBooks.com, along with many other tools, so come visit and browse and enjoy now, ladies and gentlemen, and those wise enough to give wisely this season, we are back with Mr. Stephen Washburn, the chief strategist of and recruiter of the far, uh, Farmer's Insurance Campaign as they work their way eastward and conquer the globe here. And Stephen, your agents uh, are really entrepreneurs. And it seems to me that, uh, as I look at it, all a man or woman needs is the fiery tenacity of a business launcher, the agile people skills that could make them a top seller in a highly competitive market, and a steel trap numbers crunching mind of the seasoned CPA. You must have candidates just knocking down your door, right?
1: (laughs) That's a good question. Uh, The the short answer is yes, it's a pretty good value proposition. So we haven't had any trouble attracting good, solid uh, members of the community to own and operate the farmers' agency. Uh, There's a few bullet points that I'd like to hit Uh just real quick. Sure. One is. Uh, you own and operate your own uh, office, and so basically, you're able to pass it on to a family member. You can sell it uh, onto the open market because, as we know in business, you never start a business without having an exit strategy of how you want to leave it. Right? So, whether oh, well, five alas, years down yes, the road you do, or 50, but,
0: but most of them, but you should have an <laughs> exit strategy. Or you should
1: You shouldn't <laughs> yes. exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, and so, I'd, love to,
0: I'd love to say. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, well
1: I was I, w- I was going to say with that comes the flexibility of uh you being able to own and operate your own business. So, uh you have the opportunity to set your own schedule decide how your budget's mm-hmm. going to look. And then as you grow your business, it's the renewal income that drives the insurance industry. I don't think any one right, of us right. out there would do this on a day-to-day basis if we didn't build up some sort of a residual. So that's that's the real benefit of owning and operating an agency is the fact that you wake up on the first of the month and you already have a significant amount of income in your in your account just by virtue of the fact that you have built up clients that trust you.
0: Right. I think this is this is one thing to remember is that this is an agency uh I'm or rather a business where it's is important it's more important to keep customers they always say that that uh 85 or whatever percent uh of your money is coming from the customers you have but in this particular business it's more so because uh banks talk about building relationships insurance companies actually uh, survive only if they exist so that's that's a very good point um could you give us a good profile uh Stephen of, of of the farmers broker. I mean, uh, background. I, I, I'm sure there's more than one, but give us a good profile of uh, what you're looking for and the, the skills of of a broker.
1: So the it's it's a pretty diverse pool. They come from all walks uh-huh. of life. Okay. It can be uh-huh. uh, it can be like uh, my wife and I, empty nesters, and maybe right. a, uh-huh. a a wife that has done a fantastic job raising kids and doing the PTO thing and. Uh, the soccer teams and so forth, and really that it builds great skills for being able to run a small business like a farmer's agency. Or it could be someone like in the health brokerages that are uh, a little threatened with how their income stream might be coming down. They may look at a, owning and operating a farmer's agency as a, a lifeline to to survive, quite frankly, as they move forward. Or you could be someone who's just been frustrated with working as a W-2 employee for many years, and you just say, hey, yeah. listen, I'd like to own and operate my own show. And that could come from really right. literally any walk of life.
0: Uh-huh. Well, now you've, now you've inspired me. So what do you think, Stephen? Everyone says that I have a great gift for gab. Uh, my my mother says I have a very appealing face. My PR person says I have a great face for radio. And my wife says that I know more people than is really sensible for any one man to know, justifiably. So what do you think? Would I make a good agent?
1: Well, uh, the question <laughs> I would have for you is, Can yes? you can you memorize an acronym, F-O-R-E? That means that okay. instead of talking, instead of instead of having the gift gab, can you ask somebody, uh, Tell me about your family, tell me about your oh. occupation, tell me about uh-huh. what you do for recreation and tell me what you're gonna do in retirement for enjoyment. Because if I can oh engage you and find a little bit about you and your family and what's uh. important to you and instead of me thinking about me as the agent, if I'm thinking about mm-hmm. you as the client, and I can find out what your motivations, your hopes, your your dreams are, and if I can help you achieve those, then I in turn will be successful as an agency owner too.
0: Ah, okay. So what you're telling me is that I have to forget my own fantasies, which are many and I won't share with anyone, uh, but I might think about the dreams of those around me, of my clients. Yes, uh, yes. Oh, I see. the old business maxim of uh, the business is the dictatorship of the client, and it's just a question of whether you recognize it or not. <laughs>
1: so, exactly. Uh, so, you know, you basically huh. put yourself in the client's shoes and and uh-huh. help them uh-huh. accomplish their goals, and the agency owner's taken care of in the process. Plus, it's a lot more fun too. I'm telling you, when you find out what some of these folks like to do for recreation, it uh, it, it sparks the imagination. <laughs>
0: I'll bet. I'll bet. It's. Uh, I, I think can you believe what I, a
1: twelve hundred cc snowmobile can do these days? I'm telling you. I've, I, I, oh, I have no idea what a snowmobile because you know I'm 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 from the desert, right, Bart? So oh yeah, uh, you know, yeah,
0: right. uh, uh, yeah, over
1: there we do golf carts, right?
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I I used to write way back when I wrote magazine and I saw what those things could do and I mean they do backflips and it's it's it's, it's wild. just terrifying. Yeah, 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 yeah right.
1: it is, it is. That's a whole business model in itself.
0: Right. <laughs> oh gosh yeah i uh yeah that's that's it i'm- I'm sure is it a good insurance man? you really love to see people uh see your clients taking high risks and jumping off of uh <laughs> of, of ski lifts on on their snow wheels must, must thrill your heart, doesn't it <laughs> uh, we uh
1: i I think we have a pretty long list of our competitors' telephone numbers we just hand them a couple of those
0: right no <laughs> I'm just teasing. oh how nice <laughs> Steven, i I've got to say you you really are are uh breaking. The, the myth about insurance people you're supposed to be a heck of a lot more dull i just so I just want to remind you of that it's uh well, I,
1: it's, it's, I, you're really, I think you're, really just, you're really you're really showing
0: us that right <laughs> i I was just wondering um now uh i I've always for instance myself personally I have always operated all my insurance through a broker it's for me business is personal I like the idea that I can come in and uh have an outstretched hand and a person to talk to. But everyone's raving high tech nowadays. Uh, you know, go online. You can save a buck. And uh are there really advantages to buying through a broker or not?
1: So that's a that's an outstanding question that we could probably spend hours on, but I'm gonna shorten it huh. up to one answer. Um Okay. Would you go in to any professional? Into your CPA's office and have them finish your right. tax return for you if it's complex. Would you go into your doctor and and diagnose your own disease? Uh, you you probably wouldn't do that. Now there may be times that you can say you know take an aspirin and you'll be fine. You just got a headache and maybe that's fine if you don't have anything to lose. But if you can go on and pick the right coverage and click the right buttons. And then when it comes time for a claim to be confident that you've clicked the right buttons to make sure that you're not ruined financially, you're probably okay to do that. But if you don't feel confident enough to do that, then you really do need a trusted insurance advisor, because at this point, it's precious little on the front end cost, and it could be an enormous amount on the back end. It could cost you uh, for instance, if you click the wrong button, you don't know what the numbers mean, and you decide you're going to do fifteen, thirty, and 5 instead of 500, 500, and 500, and the difference is, say, 15 <laughs> or $20 a month. Uh, you're on the fertilizing end, it the wrong could cost, part of
0: your business in many ways. Uh, yeah, you know, it Stephen, it I could hate cost
1: it. you a half million dollars uh, mistake yeah. for something like that.
0: Oh gosh. Stephen, I just uh before we before we take off, I was wondering if you have one good New Year's resolution that you would suggest for every CEO listening out there.
1: Wow. Uh that it would be um, arrogant of me to, to uh to suggest it for every CEO, so let me just narrow it down to myself. Uh mm-hmm. listen more than I talk, think of others more than I think of myself.
0: Stephen, I thank you. Very much. you have brought us a lot of wisdom and a heck of a lot of fun today. <laughs> so, uh as we wrap up today's show, I would just like to quickly give you our business quotation and who is the person who said it is better to suffer wrong than to do it, happier to be someone cheated than someone uh than not to be trusting. His wit, what, was that uh, you the Bart? person who said this uh, sadly, sadly, it was a gentleman of great wit, uh, and he was—he uh, had his own dictionary. Finally, as a parting shot, uh, in the words of my wife's husband, <laughs> allow me uh, to to tell you that my. Bo- uh, this this idea. My boss is more worried about protecting our ideas from theft than coming up with any ideas worth stealing. I think it's at too many security seminars. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it has been a privilege. I thank you, and to Stephen and all the folks out there, I wish you every success as we enter the new year. Good day. Thank you, Bart.